0: You're listening to On The Fly with Devin and Dana, the show that explains today's biggest topics, trends, and questions for people who love all things multifamily. Hey guys, we're back after taking a few weeks off when we were doing some travel with our on-site teams and this week, we are going to talk about the dreaded fair housing, which everybody thinks is kind of boring, but we actually really love and it's kind of fun. Right, Dana?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not a topic that's super exciting to talk about, but it's absolutely necessary, right? And it's April is Fair Housing Month, so yeah. Um, I have a couple questions for you that I want to see if you can answer.
0: Oh, great. So this is uh, the podcast <laughs> that Dana would not give me any idea of what we were going to talk about with fair housing because she wanted to catch off guard. So we're going to see how well we do.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the first one is, are you allowed to limit the number of assistant animals, true or false?
0: Assistance animals? Yeah. Limit how many one specific apartment home has?
1: Yeah. Are you allowed no. to limit?
0: It's false. You're, you cannot limit how many assistance animals are in an apartment home.
1: Damn, where, oh shoot, where's my buzzer? You're wrong. Yep, you're wrong. You
0: can limit?
1: You are allowed to limit the number of animals based on health and safety requirements. Oh, Mm -hmm. like if they're a hoarder. Like if it's, yeah, like you can't be the cat lady and have 12 cats in a one bedroom. Okay, good. So it is allowed. I'm
0: failing my fair housing test. No, I
1: did too. I didn't think that, I, I said the same thing as you. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. But, um, you know, is how, you know, everything needs to be, you know, you got to cross your T's and dot your I's and everything. Mm -hmm. But I did think that you couldn't, you know, I thought.
0: Fair housing is so, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to keep up with it all the time.
1: All the time. So that's a new one. And then, yeah, you know, pets are a big one. And, you know, a lot of times people go on the internet, right? And they get that assistance.
0: Oh, the paperwork that they just go online and register their pet? Yes. Right. There's so many illegal um, pets that are brought in under false paperwork. How do you even tell?
1: Right. So there's two things. First, is it obvious that they need the assistance? Right. Or does it need to be confirmed in writing by a reliable source? So... And how do we do that, right? Yeah. So if you... You know, um, you can, you know, tell them, well, you know, I'm happy to consider your request. I just need something in confirmation from a caregiver mm-hmm. or a healthcare care provider that you're in need of this.
0: And you can ask them for that. I remember when I was on site, that was one of those things that was a very fine line. You don't, you can say I need to have something in writing, but you can't right. specify who it's from. You just have to say a caregiver, right? It doesn't have to be a specific
1: well, you can say a caregiver or a health care provider. Okay. But it, so it it, a, you can ask. If it's not obvious, you can ask.
0: Yeah. So if it's for an emotional assistance animal, that's not obvious, right? So you could say from a caregiver and they could get a note from a therapist.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes. A reliable source. Okay. But HUD doesn't recognize the internet-based companies as a reliable source.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't that was know that. Else
1: that I learned in
0: your fair housing classes. Fair housing mm-hmm. classes for the month of i April. didn't know that hud does not recognize the internet-based paperwork
1: yeah so you have the right to say i need to send this to your health care provider or your caregiver and have them send it back to me mm. mm-hmm.
0: that's a good one I, know. I like it when we have some updated information on that
1: <laughs> i have another true or false for you
0: okay Oh, I can't wait to do some true or falses on you, Dana. Oh,
1: darn. Okay. You're allowed to assign handicapped parking spaces. True or false?
0: I mean, I want to say... <laughs> you're trying to be very tricky with me. I want to say... Wait, are assign or create?
1: No, you're... True or false, you're allowed to assign handicapped false. parking spaces. False that is false yes. yes handicapped parking spaces have nothing to do with fair housing the handicapped parking space of course is the blue sign the blue lines and Correct. that is first come first serve
0: yes now we did used to add handicapped parking spaces at the need of our residents but we would explain to those residents that if like a guest would show up that if their guests, the guest was handicapped, anybody who is handicapped can legally park there, but right. we would add them, um, as long as it was a legally, you know,
1: yeah. Well, size yeah and, and it's everything. different from reserve right. parking. Right. Yeah. It's something different. Yeah. So. Hmm.
0: Okay. That was a good one. I like that. You're like trying to get me on these.
1: <laughs> and then what about occupancy standards? Like what have you always said? What was your go-to little saying?
0: Two heartbeats per room.
1: Right. But now...
0: Now we're not doing heartbeats, are we?
1: That could be, in fact, discriminatory, not just based on familial status, but possibly national origin because there's certain cultures that have larger households.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: However, they didn't tell me how to answer that question.
0: Oh, okay. So we're still referring them to their attorney yes, on that one. their housing attorney. <laughs> Still yeah. don't have all the answers yet. Mm-hmm. But we want to make sure that with our fair housing laws, that you guys are still checking into your not just the national fair housing laws, but also your local and state fair housing laws. Because state laws, you know, right. are, are also more strict sometimes than your national laws. So you want to make sure that you're also checking into your state laws.
1: Yeah. And something else that they really... um mentioned was um, inadequate documentation is that a lot of people don't document anymore and there's a lot of money out there h um, hud has devoted last year actually hold on i wrote it down it was maybe i didn't write it down oh 346 million dollars holy cow was dedicated last year just for enforcement Wow. Like, so 85% of that money was for, to enforce, and only 15% was on education.
0: So they determined that we on site are not documenting enough. Yeah. Isn't that funny? So we have taken away written conversation logs and files and given people what we consider an easier way to document things by like typing quick notes in a computer. Or being able to scan things or upload electronically from our emails, but yet we're not documenting as well as we used to when we used to have to do more paperwork and handwrite things.
1: Yeah. So they're saying, yeah, and that's where they can get you. I remember way back when <clears throat> when I was leasing apartments, I had someone that tried to sue us um, for handicap. It was on a weekend, and the tile, we had Mexican tile and then stairs going up to the clubhouse. Yeah. And it was it was roped off that weekend because we were getting all the Mexican tile was being replaced, and um, they tried to come back and say because they couldn't enter the clubhouse. That but but I, someone I had a resident come in and say hey there's someone out there that wants to see an apartment, so I went out to him and I we still showed still did everything he just couldn't come into the clubhouse, but I documented all that back in the day, and that was part of. You know, what saved me is...
0: Documentation okay. is everything. I mean, even if we're just typing a quick note into one site, one site is so nice because all you have to do is print out the log. And now we can upload, you know, our doctor's notes or what the supporting documentation. You can just upload that now. So I feel like we should be able to do more than what we need to yeah. for documentation now. So that's a really good fact. We need to make sure that we are documenting everything.
1: Mm-hmm
0: all of our fair housing just like if somebody comes in and they don't have their id documentation you got to treat everybody the same if you're not showing them the apartment because they don't have their id make sure you're treating everybody else the same there's so much what if for they didn't housing. want
1: to see the pool what if i don't have time i don't want to see the pool
0: you still have to offer to see the pool just like you would offer to see the pool you got to do the same route for everybody you have to assume everybody wants to see it unless they say no i don't want to see the pool let's just go back to the office
1: yeah. No, you have to see you have to see the pool because of fair housing. I have to show you this pool.
0: No, I don't want to. I want to go back <laughs> right kidding. now. Take me back right now, Dana. I am not leasing this apartment now. Yeah, it's um. There's so much with fair housing, so much,
1: and you it's know? always changing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to stay on top of it. But the other thing too is now we're doing virtual tours a lot. Yes. So that came up, and it said, you know, well, is there anything to consider with with that because. We have them on camera instead of in, per- in person. And they were just saying really consistency in that um, be sure to ask everyone. So when you're on the phone, give it, give everyone that option.
0: Yes. Yeah. If you're offering a virtual tour to one person. Yeah.
1: Would you like to, you know, would you like to I me mean, show show you the apartment virtually um, or come in and take a personal tour? You know, give them, let them choose.
0: Yeah. So, So, yeah,
1: building that into your process of automatically asking. Yes,
0: having that routine. We were just at a conference, and one of the things that really stuck out to me that they said when we were in our fair housing session was innocent intentions are no defense to a violation. Like, just because you don't know Mm -hmm. or you didn't mean to doesn't mean that you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. And just, you know, you're new. It's your third day on the job. You didn't know. It doesn't matter. They're still going to come after you. So it's so important that everybody gets their fair housing training and that they have some kind of education and what we should and shouldn't be doing. And, you know, it's all of our responsibility to make sure everybody understands, you know, just from day one, what fair housing is and why it's so important. Mm Make sure you guys log into your LMS, take your fair housing class. Did you
1: did did you, you went to a conference recently. Did you, did they talk about fair housing at all?
0: Yeah. So even though we um, went to the social media summit, uh, the multifamily social media summit, we go every year, uh, fair housing is always one of the big topics that we have. And this year we had Angel Rogers and she was awesome. She made it really fun. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things is everybody always kind of dreads that, house, especially social media, you know, they want to talk about Facebook and advertising and TikTok and yeah. all the fun stuff. And somebody comes up with fair housing and they're like, oh, God, like <laughs> the room kind of cleared out. <laughs> no, it was it was a packed <laughs> room because she was fun. But, you know, there was so much. And we talked about um, how fair housing relates to advertising and social media. One of the things I really like that she went over with us is. The terminology that we have been using in the past mm-hmm. that we need to start switching or thinking about switching online, online, on our print, like our, our printed brochures, um, you know, and even when we're talking to people. Mm-hmm. So here's a couple for, for you, Dana.
1: <clears throat> Ready? Okay. Yeah. Is this true or false?
0: Um, it might be a fill in the
1: blank. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. boy.
0: So instead of saying master bedroom, What should we say? The main. Yes. (gasps) Very good. Primary or main bedroom?
1: Okay, so no more master bedroom. Mm -hmm.
0: No more master bedroom. We want to say main bedroom or primary bedroom and then
1: second bedroom. Oh, I think I like primary.
0: Yeah, either one of those is Or second, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then your second bedroom. So even when we're talking to residents taking service requests, not master bathroom, is it your bedroom bathroom or your hallway bathroom? Is that ceiling fan in your Mm. primary or main bedroom, or is it in your second bedroom? That's
1: For people who have been in the business for a while, that's a hard one to break. It is. That's a really hard one. Okay.
0: Here's your second one. Are you ready? Uh His and her sinks.
1: Oh, yeah. You can't say Jack and Jill.
0: No, that's the next one. Well, they're two different things. Those (laughs) are two different amenities. Dana just got so excited. Okay. His and her sinks. Mm
1: -hmm. It's different than
0: a Jack and Jill.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: So what would you say instead of a his and a her sink?
1: Double vanity?
0: Double sinks. Yep. Or double vanity. Yes. Man, Dana, you're you're acing it. Heck yeah. All right. So double sinks. We no longer say his and her because it could be her and her. It could be his and his. It could be they and they.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: Okay. We don't say his and her anymore. All right. What about Jack and Jill? So if it was a Jack and Jill bathroom, it would be that um bathroom that was like in between the two bedrooms hmm. on a floor plan right so it would be yeah. like a split floor plan with the bathroom in between
1: i don't know what you would say for that one
0: they have it down as connected bedrooms like the bathroom that connects the bedrooms hmm. so if it's a jack and jill bedroom floor plan you would have connected bedrooms by the bathroom
1: could we say jack and jack or jill and jill no Mm-mm.
0: i know you're being real funny <laughs> Okay, here's a good one that um, I really like this specific term, and this isn't one that I was saying, so I was really excited when she brought this one up. Instead of handicap accessible, what would you recommend somebody say if you have a handicap accessible unit? Accessible. Okay, just accessible. Um, We heard, like... um, accessibility, there were a couple other things. They say universal design, Mm. universally available for everyone. Okay. Yep. We are universally encompassing everybody.
1: Wow. I'd have to have my little cheat notes. I know.
0: (laughs) But I think if we were showing apartments and we were doing this, it would be a little bit easier for us to remember. Yeah. And so those are the ones that we should be changing now. Uh The next three – are three terms that should be on our radar to come up soon.
1: Oh. Okay. Are you ready? Are you going to talk about bathrooms? No. Oh, okay.
0: Is it walk-in? No. Shower? Is it the shower? No. It was
1: something else. Go ahead, though.
0: Walking distance. (gasps) Oh. Yes. So we discussed this at length, um, We talked about the walking distance to a place.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: We all say walking distances, um, but not everybody can walk somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, walk-in closets have been a topic of conversation. Mm -hmm. Walk-in showers have been a topic of conversation. And most people have already changed their verbiage on those two. To what? Um, So walk-in showers instead of um, a... It's just a tub versus a a full shower. Mm. You know, you just Mm -hmm. either say there's a a tub or a shower. Mm -hmm. Uh, Walk-in closets. There was one that just said, you know, spacious closet or full-size closet. You know, just being able to describe. I wrote a couple notes down of some really great terms for walk-in closet. I'll have to maybe loop those in. And then... Walking distance, you know, one of the biggest things about that was a lot of um, communities in metro areas, like downtown areas, say Austin, Austin was a big one. Those communities use what we call a walk score. Walking scores are um, based on a website. There's a whole website called a walk score that we use on like apartments.com and it's Mm -hmm. featured everywhere. And your walkability score is a selling feature. Mm -hmm. And so now what do we do? if we're getting rid of walking distance, what about our walk scores? Yeah So they have apparently been talking about the name of the walk score and mm-hmm. this is kind of a topic and it was uh, there was a lot of heated conversation about this during sure. our, our class yeah. So that's one that's very much on the radar.
1: Did they say anything yeah.
0: what they would change it to? State how many blocks we are away. Oh, okay. Not miles, but blocks. So instead of saying, "Oh, walking distance is four blocks," just say it's four blocks from us.
1: That that's yeah, that's a tough. I mean, even when you're on the, you know, Google. Look, yeah. So
0: I instantly went to my Google <laughs> I went, maps, the maps, right? That's
1: right and that's i looked a,
0: at the icon uh-huh. that was the first thing i thought walking. of yes the icon on google is still a walking person yeah. uh-huh and what you select instead of driving still says walking yeah so i think on
1: ways and everything
0: yeah yep. i think that's why it's kind of something to watch and not something to change yet because yeah. you know but i don't know that google is still going to be held to the same standard that we are with our yeah, housing true. so yeah you know, our environment is so much different than their environment. The other two are 55 and older and 62 and older. So age comes into play. And for some reason, these are coming up on the radar. She didn't get into too much detail about these, but the term that people are watching is the term older. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you can giggle. <laughs> So instead of 55 and older, it was 55 and fun. Oh,
1: well, there you go. Yeah.
0: Instead of 62 and older, it was 62 and better.
1: Oh, okay. Which I thought it
0: was cute. I mean, it's a cute way of doing something. It's different from marketing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We don't have to change it, but the term that they're specifically focusing on is the word older. Mm -hmm. So we may be looking at something that... With the age discrimination, the word say, "older," so word is, okay, yep, is I didn't coming know where in, that too. Fit in. okay, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. So we had a lot of fun at her class. I mean, there was a lot of conversation back and forth, and one thing that she, you know, really focused on with with advertising. And I think a lot of people really focus on fair housing when you're doing tours or when you're talking to your residents. Or I'm sorry, they focus on fair housing. Did I say mm-hmm. that? Yeah, for advertising. Fair Housing. You guys, it's been such a long day. (laughs) Uh, Is that with Fair Housing, it's not just about your tours and when you talk to your residents. It's also about the advertising. And HUD is going to look at not just the people, um, the companies that are having the ads run for them, but also the people who physically approve the ads. And on Facebook, the people who are running the ads. So just like when you're doing the tours, it could be you that is getting in trouble for the fair housing violation. Right.
1: As well as the company. Yes. With
0: Facebook and Instagram, if you're making a post that violates fair housing, you're the one that has to be held responsible. So then we start thinking about social media Mm -hmm. and how um, fair housing is viewed on social media down to the photos, down to resident events. When you're posting resident event photos, fair housing is a part of that.
1: Wow, yeah.
0: Which I never think of, honestly. I share every single resident photo. Mm -hmm. But now we have to think about fair housing. Because we're saying,
1: oh, this type of people live here. Correct,
0: yep. So now we have to think about fair housing when it comes to our resident events and what people are at our property which is something a lot of us haven't thought about before. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the things that we think about when we're talking on social media um, with Fair Housing is making sure we're showing diversity in our images, describing our community and not the people, really focusing on our amenities and describing the vibe of the property and not so much the people who live there, and really designating specific people who are focused on social media, so our social media experts, to make those posts, so that way we can guarantee those people that are making the posts are the ones who are familiar with what they should be posting, mm-hmm. and then using the fair housing logo on every single post, which is something we're going to start making sure everybody's doing. Yeah, and most importantly, everybody just needs to be trained.
1: Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it's local, the local apartment associations and. LMS, I mean, there's lots of places to get the information.
0: Yeah. There's Um, so much out there
1: on fair housing. So I had some compliance that they were talking about of things to um, do and don't do, I guess. Okay. I like these. (laughs) So the first one is don't be too helpful.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to volunteer too much.
1: That's what they said. Yeah, you don't want to be too helpful because being too helpful can be just as bad as not being helpful at all. That's hard because we're in the people business, right? And we want to help. Yeah, you got to find a happy middle. Yeah, that was the first one. Man, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, The second one is be friendly, but not friends with your residents that's true I
0: feel like that's just a good rule of thumb all around
1: that's kind of hard too because when you're leasing to them you know you're you become their best friend (laughs) and it's like hey let's hang out oh sorry I got you to move in but now I can't hang out with you (laughs) right yep yeah and then we have hold on don't don't tell jokes be humorous but no jokes you don't want to offend somebody Mm -hmm. right and unless, unless it's an immediate emergency, don't enter any apartment alone when there are only persons under 18 at home. I think we knew that one. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty,
0: yeah. pretty standard rule for every company.
1: <laughs> this one is don't flirt <laughs> or over compliment. Hmm.
0: Okay. Don't make somebody feel uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> don't discuss any of the following with residents or prospects: religion, politics, sex, staff, and other residents. So the one that comes that I would think would be people would probably do, you know, is the is the staff and other residents because you know, like residents will come in and say, "Well, Miss Smith, an apartment alone." La, la, la. Oh, I know. Yeah, we mm-hmm. know about her. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Or if it, somebody comes in, like your prospect <laughs> loves dogs, like I'm showing you an apartment, Dana, and you love Rhodesian Ridgebacks. And then so and so walks in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, so Sarah has oh. a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and true. she does this. It would be so hard for me not to talk about her when you guys had a connection. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really hard. Yeah. It's very hard. I feel like things get so much more difficult for us to, um, I don't know, to open up a little bit or to not offend people. Well, that's you know? probably why
1: some people are robotic. They're like, I'm sticking yeah, to the script. Right. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. I don't
0: want to get in trouble and I don't <laughs> want to offend somebody and I don't want to make a joke and I don't want to be flirty. Yeah. And then I don't want I to mean, talk about somebody. you can be somebody.
1: humorous, but you can't be a jokester. Don't be a jokester. Mm. Don't
0: be flirty and don't talk about people. Right. That's right. And don't be their friend.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, so
0: that's that's the rules for today. No. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think? I would love to hear um some feedback from you guys on what you think about you know, your fair housing and how it's working through your tours and how it's affected you guys being able to make that connection with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd love to hear feedback from you guys on that. All right. So since you don't have any more something questions for me, I have one for you. Okay. Do you know what executive order was just issued in January of 2021 by HUD? It's a new protected class.
1: Can I have multiple choice? No.
0: You can have multiple guesses. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's start with. I will give you, I will read off three different major categories. Uh It falls under one of the major categories. Okay, go ahead. And you tell me. Yep, I got it. What you think it was. Mm -hmm. Did it have to do with race? Color? Sex or national origin? Sex. Yes. Do you know what it was? Yes. It did have to do with sexual orientation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The new executive order requires HUD to administer and fully enforce the Fair Housing Act to prohibit discrimination because of sexual orientation and gender identity. Mm-hmm. So now we're making sure that gender identity. And that's a new one as of last year. Yeah, as a full executive order. I haven't seen any new ones this year, but that one was a big one. That was a discussion point during the conference. Was making sure that we knew that was added to. Lots to keep up with. I know there is a lot. Good, good things. Yeah, a lot of, you know, people that we need to make sure are protected and that we treat equally. Um, you know, so there's a, always good reason to have these adjustments and these changes and we just want to make sure that we're doing our part Uh and making sure that our teams are educated and can recognize everything that we need to do for fair housing right all right guys so i think that wraps up our fair housing session today we have some links in our description below to some virtual fair housing classes. So make sure that you guys check them out. There are probably uh, some local with your local apartment association that you can attend as well. Make sure you guys, before you guys pay for any of them that you check with your managers and your regionals. Don't spend money unless you should. Um, And make sure you guys are all doing your part to make sure everybody is treated fairly and equally and that we make everybody's experience a wonderful one. And we are all set for this week. So we will
1: catch you on the fly.
0: Thanks, guys.
1: That's it for this week's episode of On the Fly with Dana and Devin. Be sure to follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts or on Instagram at On the Fly with d d You don't want to miss our next episode. Catch, catch you on, on the fly. fly.